0: Well, hey, welcome to the Warrior Workout Network. I'm your host, as always, Drew, and with me is Sean Rucker. Yo. There he is. There it is. Today we've got, I know he said not to say it, Dr. Vance Davis. Hello, hello. (laughs) Listen, 11 bang, bang, 101st veteran, Pathfinder extraordinaire, and now like many successful vets, you went through the ringer, came through the other side, and now you're coaching other people, man. That's that's the process is to go through it and then help others. I mean, you're, you're living. It.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, and I, I, I like that we use coach. I'm, I'm liking that more and more. I, I say it I, I, for a hard long time. I, I didn't like the word coach, but, hmm. um, yes, these individuals need coaches. They don't need therapists. They don't need, I mean, they do need therapists. They don't, they need counselors. I don't fit that role. Um, what they need are coaches.
0: And you know what, you've you've been finding your voice in this, um, in, in this holistic means of healing and helping others too. So the, this, um, you, we just talked a quick brief second before this mm-hmm. about you just talking with your group uh, that you're working with. You know, you're working with a group of veterans, but you started with one, correct? And then correct. felt the need to ex- expand and now you're at five? Uh,
1: yes, five. It took
0: me a second there, yes, five. Um, and what what uh what are you guys doing when you when you meet up? What are you talking about?
1: Um, So like when we first talked, I'll, I'll kind of sum it up for everybody listening. Um, I figured out some key ideas that individuals all had in common when I was one on one. And I'm trying to sum that up all together in this this test group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put out some content, some videos, some slideshows. Yes, more slideshows. Uh, evil. Uh, they'll watch them and then we'll come together uh once a week and we'll talk about the content on that today was goal setting um what i've realized many of these individuals what we're in the military our goals are set for us we're going to go from e3 to e4 to e5 we're going to go to ranger school or whatever you know uh that's not set out for us once we're in the mili- uh, civilian world so actually putting it pen to paper, getting the right words around the goal setting um, and making this magic happen. Um, Today, I talked to one individual. Um, I helped him with his goal setting last week, and he had a 90-day goal of writing a book. 90 days. Wow. This is what he does for a living. So he he writes manual. He's currently in the military, but he's in the process of transitioning now. Um, and he had a, uh, he teaches firearms, uh, marksmanship and, and he, all this knowledge is in his head. Um, and he had a 90 day goal to write a book and finish it. He finished it in a week (laughs) because we got the language correct. And we got that
0: shit written down, man. How big is this book? What does this What does this thing look like? I mean, that's doesn't matter. No, I mean, yeah, that's you phenomenal. can get it out in a week. Get it out in a week, but damn. And,
1: and there's a statistic. There's a There's a Harvard study that was uh, published. I don't even remember the date, but hmm. they took a bunch of Harvard business individuals. So these guys are the cream of the crop. These guys and ladies are the cream of the crop. And they asked them, How many of them have goals? How many of them have goals written down and how many of them have plans to achieve those goals. 3%, 3% of those people had the goals and the plans. They did a 10-year follow-up, and they looked at these people. The people that had the goals and the plan were making 10 times more than the rest of the class. And, yeah. And this is, this is the 3% of Harvard. Like, these yeah. are the cream of the crop. Yeah. So I sum it down to I'd say less than one percent of the general population have a goal, and then they have it written down, a plan. And this is what we did with these individuals. We we gave them a plan, and now I I annoyed them as uh, part of the one percent now.
0: Well, that's incredible. And when you're going over these plans, I mean, they could be anything. I, I assume, like as far as recovery goals, financial goals, uh, mm-hmm. you know, finding work, anything like that.
1: Yep. Okay, what one guy house, another guy wants to eat, he, he wants to build a leadership program. Um, another guy wants to own a marksmanship course and, and And this is just basic, we can always change it later in the future. Yeah.
0: But these are all veterans that are dealing with post traumatic stress or is it, um, are they all veterans or is it open.
1: um it's all veterans one guy is active duty and he's in the process of getting out in the next year so i haven't i I haven't said no you're still in i I won't take you i said hey we can work with you
0: yeah so your story um you know because you have your own story that you had to get to this point first Mm -hmm. so you were in the army you were in the 101st you want to talk about that a little bit
1: yeah uh 101st i got out in 2009 i had two tours uh one year in iraq and another in afghanistan um and when i got out in 2009 i i wanted nothing to do with the military i cut my ways and gosh now that i think about it i burned my bridges i I was like okay we're done um and when i got out I was the typical alpha male, I was like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, fast forward a few years later, I was going to chiropractic school. And I was talking to one of my buddies. And he was Coast Guard. And his words, he said, I spent three years on the beach in Costa Rica, doing nothing. And when he got out, he got 70% disability. And he was talking to me. He, he said, Lance, Hey dude, you've been deployed. You jumped out of airplanes. You did all that hoo rah shit. Um, you need to get your disability reassessed. Let me back up. I got to the military with no disability. So that's why he said this. So I was like, cool. And so I went to the disabled American veterans uh, association to help me go through the process of reassessing my disability. Uh, and I talked to an individual there and he said, hey, you need to get your knees checked out, you need to get your shoulder checked out, this and that, you're hearing. And he said, hey, you're deployed. You need to get reassessed for disability. Again, mind you, I, I'm this alpha male and there's nothing wrong with me. I was in this denial phase. Uh, anyway, he, he said, this is what they look for. This They look for this, 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 and this. And I said, hey cool. I'm going to take that sheet. I I, I basically told myself I'm going to cheat this system. There's nothing wrong with me, but I'm going to fake it so I can get more money. Um, So I I, I learned everything about it. A few months later, I I went into a psychologist or psychiatrist. I don't know the difference. And this is where he did the reassessment. He asked me a bunch of questions that I, I wasn't ready for and Knocked me off my seat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I walked out of there and I said, holy crap, maybe I do have PTSD.
0: Um, Surprised yourself, dude.
1: Yeah, I, I was like, fuck, I faked myself out. Shit. Um, <laughs> okay. At, at that time, I was going to chiropractic school. I was, I was busy. I was studying um, more than I was, I, more than I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I put everything on the back burner. I was like, I need, I'll take care of that later. Once I got out, Uh, and I was a practicing doctor, I said, okay, hey, I can start taking care of myself. I can start looking at this. And and during that time, I had some time to think. I'm like, hmm, maybe there are some symptoms to this. So um, while I was a practicing doc, I went to the VA, and I was like, hey, this is where I'm going to, this is where I'll start. Um, Went in uh, for counseling or therapy, whatever you want to call it. And very quickly, I was already like, hmm, I don't dig this. Uh, I felt like I wasn't being listened to, and I felt like all they wanted to do was push drugs on me. Okay. Um, and while I was doing this, I was I was playing doctor, and I was treating a lot of individuals with head injuries from sports or uh, auto accidents, and mm-hmm. I was seeing a correlation of symptoms between my symptoms and their symptoms. Um, easily angered, lack of sleep, uh, aggression. Um, and and low grade headaches, just like constant headaches. Um, I'm going to toot my own horn on this one. I'm pretty good at treating headaches. And at this time I wasn't making an effect on myself. I was always having these low grade headaches and I wasn't getting anywhere. So I went into my, my counselor therapist, whatever her title was. And I I set her up for this. I knew what was going to happen. And I said, yeah, Hey, I'm, getting these low-grade headaches I like can having difficulty sleeping and so on and so forth and she just said oh yeah that's normal and at that point I said I didn't say this to her I said we're done
0: yeah and of course I'm Check not that. done yeah
1: uh, Yeah. no um, yeah. for me there's always a root cause and we're not getting to the root cause correct And yeah so this started my um, diving down this deep rabbit hole of looking into head injuries, which then I started getting treated as a TBI, traumatic brain injury. And I went to this organization called uh, Warrior Angel Foundation.
0: Yeah.
1: And they did a really great job. They were very thorough. And while going through that, I said, hey, I'm a doctor. This is wonderful. I want to learn this protocol and I want to start doing it. Um, So I went through that. And then I also started diving down the hole of um, nutrition and how it affects us and um, personal self-improvement and self-development. And and I just opened up Pandora's box on this and all the stuff I've learned over the years I I use. And um, I I think you said this, uh, holistically treating individuals or working with individuals, not just saying you're depressed. Well, here's an antidepressant. Well,
0: that's not getting anywhere. It's not fixing the issue. It's, it's, it, it's, it does nothing to treat anything. It just right. covers, <laughs> covers it up. Yeah. I,
1: I, I use this analogy a lot. And we used this last time we talked. Um, if your truck starts clunking, mm. it's almost like turning up the stereo, drowning it out. Sooner or later, something's going to break. Something's going to go crazy. Same with antidepressants and all these other things we're not fixing the root cause just turning up the stereo sooner or later we got to come to terms with this shit
0: and deal with it absolutely and it comes with i mean so you're practicing i, I assume like you know good breathing exercises um mm-hmm. uh, you know mindfulness body you know yo- you do yoga at all you uh, delve i all don't it teach it um i find it very beneficial but
1: i'm not a yoga guy okay i, I love it but i don't teach it
0: um so let's see here even okay so when you got out were you kind of like did you have that experience where you just kind of like over it like because you got out in 2009 how long were you in five years and some change and were you kind of like it, it, it when you went through that va process initially did you kind of like did you know did you felt like you were treated or, you know, you said you didn't have a a VA, uh, um, percentage, you you, you know, did you, um, is that something you had kind of missed when you got out for the first time, or is it something that they had denied you when you got out?
1: Um, when, when I got out the first time, they looked at my packet, my medical packet and said nothing
0: really warranted over 10%. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And I mean, did you go to sick call at all, or I mean, did you have any issues while you were in? Did you get hurt at all?
1: Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Um, redislocated shoulders, uh, separated shoulder, several knee complications, um, horrible hearing, tinnitus. I mean, that that kind of everybody has that. I feel like. Um,
0: oh yeah, that one's that's everybody's got tinnitus. Got it, especially with those damn earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> what earplugs? <laughs> yeah, what? yell <laughs> louder. Do you guys get the uh, just those ungodly ads for the M3 earplugs all the time? Yeah, everywhere. Mhm. You don't you don't get the, the the ads for the M3 for suing M3 for having the faulty earplugs. Do you get- Huh? <laughs>
2: yeah. No, yeah. I did I, yeah, I got gotcha. It's Uh yeah. I laugh at that stuff. I laugh at it because it's like, you know, I, 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 it kills me to think that, that somebody thought that during the middle of a combat mission or whatever, that we're going to be rolling around with our OSHA steel toe boots, our, our perfect little earplugs, our perfect eye protection, our hard hat, and, da, 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 and in the middle of that, getting our, you know, our asses blown off. Um, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't all kind of go together like that. It's more like a, a big bowl of spaghetti so um I just kind of i just i really just kind of laugh at that i'm always like yeah well you know the earplug thing i mean it was like you know I, I have to be able to hear what's going on when my truck commander's yelling at me to you know they're contact left contact right and if i'm sitting there with earmuffs on and i'm just kind of like you know <laughs> just staring off into the distance it doesn't make me very combat effective so i don't know who came up with that whole that whole thing but uh we got wrong
1: i i I wish i wish we could have got our hands on more of the uh peltors those those, things are awesome
0: those were the uh are those the full ear yeah so they have the Um, active noise
1: canceling and they have like they'll increase the sound so you like somebody can be whispering to you and it'll sound like a normal conversation they were awesome
0: like playing video games with your friends but the bullets feel real
2: Yeah, (laughs) because i mean that's that's the thing man is especially if you're a gunner and you're standing up in a truck and you've got you know the fan go you know turns on you know for Mm -hmm. the for the uh humvee and you're and you've got all the noise going on the radios are going on and you know you're obviously you know subject to the outside noise of the vehicle the streets what's going on with all that uh directing traffic if you're going down the road and on top of that i'm supposed to have these earplugs in that yeah, you know, I mean, it, it it doesn't. It's not going to happen. It's not. It makes you completely. You know, you have to be on point when you're up in that gunner's turret. So I I, uh, I I wore them, and then and then there's times where it's like this isn't making me combat ineffective, and I'm I'm not I'm not on point here. So right, I think there's situations. It's a situational awareness kind of thing, but you know, combat missions, you're really just flying by the seat of your pants, and you're trying to survives the day
0: <laughs> oh my god and sitting in the harness in a gunner's turret and when it gets bumpy yeah. and you're just yeah, yeah. yeah. did go to fun. college first
2: <laughs> yeah but you know i i don't know man it's it it's it makes us you know see i mean you know we had all these we had all these things that you know we went through in the military and i mean same thing you know i'm not gonna call you doc Lance, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that to you. I love the fact that you're like, hey, dude, I'm a coach, because it kind of it tells me that you're a boots, yeah, lead from the front, boots on the ground. I'm right here with you, shoulder to shoulder. We're gonna figure this out. And um, you know, you were talking about how you know you got out and you had this kind of like alpha male, like, hey, man, I'm fine, nothing's wrong. What what was that point where you're like, I'm going in the medical field, like you know, and I'm I'm gonna actually help people find what's wrong what's going on
1: um well when i went into become a chiropractor it wasn't the same reason that i went in that i became i wanted to work with veterans okay um for the longest time i was in very much denial i didn't want to work with veterans Mm. Uh, until about two or three years ago i'm like this is literally, I, I had the feeling that this is my calling. Um, and when I finally accepted that, um, it, it felt right.
0: Um, do you, do and, you feel like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. But do you feel like it helped kind of bring the culmination of your work together and oh. kind of like tie all like, your mission together in life? Yes.
1: Mm. Um. Working with veterans. So I, 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 if my patients will listen to me when I work as a chiropractor, um, I, fixing your back isn't just, you know, giving you an exercise and cracking your back. It, like it's a lifestyle. If, if you're sitting at a desk all day eating Twinkies and ho-hos, yeah, you're going to have a bad back. Mm-hmm. Always. No matter what I do, you're going to have a bad back. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, I take the holistic approach. If my patients are willing to listen. Same thing goes. I, I, I do the exact same approach with uh, my, my vets. Like we're not just taking one approach. We're not just going, Oh, you're, you're depressed. Like we're doing everything. We're looking at breath. We're, we're talking about food and how you eat, how you, th- the biggest one for me is how you think.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh doing. yeah, absolutely. It has to be mine. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that.
0: So, yeah, holistic approach still. Well, I was going to say, okay, so this is the the road from getting to a dark place to healing. It, it, it's a full process. So we're talking doing therapy, not just for this, doing it honestly and not just for the sake of, uh, you know, checking the block and getting through it. But it's, you know, going in and like having a counselor or somebody you can connect with that can tell you like, hey, this happened to you. This is why your brain responds this way. So when this happens, this is why you biologically respond this way. And then you take that use of therapy. What do you mix it with? You talked about elimination diets when we talk. We'll get into that. Um, you know, mind, you know, just working out, you know, not daily, you know, at least every other day, you know, you mix therapy, eat right, out that's a recipe for getting through this. Right. Um, you want to talk elimination diets? I would love
1: to. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of elimination diet, and I'll tell you why. But can you um, explain
0: it first for anybody that might not know what they are?
1: Okay, so elimination diet is the one I'm specifically thinking of. And it's called autoimmune paleo or or autoimmune protocol, AIP diet. And what you do is you eliminate all known or all highly believed inflammatory foods. We eliminate that out of your diet for a minimum of 30 days. So you're basically on green vegetables and meat. Uh, And then at the end of that month, or if you might need it longer, depending on how long you've been dealing with issues you one by one start introducing things you introduce them week by week so we eliminate let's say dairy eggs and beans week one we we introduce slight amount of dairy see how you feel see how you react does your skin break out Do you have headaches you take note of that then you go on to the next one Then you introduce that you take note of it and if they flare anything up hey maybe it's time to eliminate that food out of your life
0: That's, Um, that's, you hit the baseline, you take it down to baseline for a month and then it's like, okay, all right, all right. Now let's, now the experiment, experimentation process begins. And it's like you say with your back, with taking care of your back, it's a lifestyle. So your I mean, your body, like anything else is an algorithm that you must figure out. You've got to figure out what to put in it and what you can't put in it. So like, dude, that's huge, especially like. Eliminating dairy or you know, the, the uh the starches, things like that, the, the the carbohydrates, breads, you know, things that could be, you know, kinking up your, your intestines. All of it. I, I think the elimination diet, um, I think that's a cool process too for people to consider with with a trained professional. I say with a trained professional.
1: I, first of all, I'm stealing that quote, Your Body is an algorithm. I love that.
0: Oh, thanks, nice, man.
1: Um, and the elimination diet, this is why I love it. I, I'm going to counteract what you say. Go ahead. You don't need a trained professional. This is why I suggest it because I went through the process. I went to some functional medicine doctor and he charged me like a thousand dollars to get make me shovel my shit into a can and send it off to somebody and get it tested. Yep. Uh, And and then I I went back to him in a month and he said, you need to take vitamin B and some protein. I'm like, fuck, dude, I've been doing this for like the last 12 years. No. And that's when I said, no, I'm going to figure this out myself. And that's why I like the elimination diet. There's no harm done. I mean, it might be a little uncomfortable, not eating your Twinkies and Ho-Hos, but.
0: Well, the, the, you're, I mean, so if I think the elimination diet, especially going with meats and vegetables, uh, for diabetics are good, but I know people that are going to, that have nutritional, you know, specifications with their diets, uh, do they, you know, probably have to be a little more careful about going right only meats and, and vegetables too. So yeah, I say you can fuck that over with your doctor or your nutritionalist to make sure that whatever you're doing for your individual yeah. body.
1: You're, good. you're, you're saving my ass. I have malpractice no insurance for that, but thank
0: you. Got you, buddy.
1: <laughs> um, but all in all, it's, it's relatively harmless. I mean, I know people doing crazier shit without a doctor's approval, so.
0: Yeah, oh, of course. Um, but like you said, I mean, you've, got to, you've got to figure out how to get in tune with it. And it takes eating right, you know, taking your shoes off, getting in the grass, you know, grounding yourself on the earth, getting some meditating and you know, maybe doing some, you know, just centering yourself. Uh, now you do the training camp for the soul. Correct. I uh, did. To, what's that? I did do it. You did do it. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that experience?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it's an, it was an amazing experience. It was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe this was a turning point for me because I, I knew all this stuff. Um, and this gave me the ability to actually know it. Um, it's really difficult to explain. It's a it's it's a week retreat where you go in with a group of strangers. You have no idea who they are, and you do some really deep work, um, emotional work. There's a lot of sweat and tears. Um, a, a lot of the gist of it is understanding that emotions are something that we need to pay attention to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And not shove down. work. And, <laughs> the, an <laughs> yeah. and, and the, the follow-up is that um, this concept might be a, a little new mm-hmm. or, or out there for some individuals, but it's the concept that emotions present themselves in the body. and we can train ourselves to understand that and be aware of them and uh, for example when we get sad our eyes water when we get angry our temperature rises when we get frustrated our blood pressure raises and then like what you were saying andrew how, do you go by andrew or true
0: it hit, hit me dude. it's a whatever you feel like that, that <laughs> okay. it, yeah, yeah, in yeah the wheel bro so
1: like what mm-hmm. you were saying andrew you know when i get when i get anxious or i get nervous my shoulders get tight
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah
1: Yep. And, and this, this, these emotions present themselves in the body and the more and the sooner we can recognize them and pay attention to them, the sooner we can deal with them, get over them and move on. Um, So that that's the gist of the train camp for soul. it goes into a lot more detail and it's way more fun.
2: Well, you know what I I find interesting is I I love your approach on this Mm. stuff. I just I just love your approach on this stuff. Thank you. i mean i'm li- i'm listening I'm listening to, to how you're talking here, and you know well first thing is you know it, it issues troubles, anxiety, all these things i you can i guess you'd almost kind of compare it to a bullet wound, you know and we would we'd be trained on how to like you know find the bullet wound, you don't cover it up, you find out where the bleeding starts, and you address the wound and and your whole thing is is never cover up the symptoms, you know use them to discover the root of the problem, find find the problem through the symptoms and then get, and and you said this, you know, I, I give them the tools. I point them in the right direction. It's about the self fix, the self discovery, you know, and, and I like how you're teaching people, you know, they're having to get in tune with themselves and they're having to be real with themselves. And that, that teaches self discovery. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, are out of tune with their bodies or out of tune with their whole, the whole energy flow or whatever you want to call it of how they get through their day, how they get through their life. And you're teaching them self-discovery. And then you're also teaching them, you know, what, what happens when we exhaust option one and option two, you know, we're taking them down to a baseline and, and we're we're taking things apart here. And if one doesn't work and two doesn't work, uh, we talked before and you said, you know, Hey, person does option one they do option two and then after that they get frustrated and they give up with this it's hey we're doing self-discovery here what happens when one and two doesn't work and now now okay that's over you know option three option four you know what's working for you you know how how are we going to focus this energy to, to work for you and I just love that approach
1: thank you I appreciate that uh yeah I'll, I'll say something to that um many times you'll hear hear the analogy or somebody say oh i've exhausted all options i've tried everything well what have you tried i've tried one and two and maybe three well that's not all options like there's a million there's probably literally a million different options for every um, problem um and this is giving them more
0: options Mm -hmm. do you think that uh that to get to the root of that, do you think it's just the, the the human nature to just be like, all right, one, two, three, now I'm just discouraged and that's it? Yep.
1: And and it's it's not their fault, I don't think. Um I mean ultimately it's it boils down to self um uh responsibility. So it is their, their fault, but they've been led to think that, oh, I do therapy and that's it. Yeah and at therapy they're, they're taught to talk to somebody somebody i'm i'm generalizing somebody that usually isn't listening and here are some meds mm-hmm. that's what they're always led to believe so that's what they always think that i only have one to two options what well you, you know what?
2: i think good no I, I just i love and this just occurred to me you know we we're kind of like taught like okay, I have these issues, I take this pill, this pill will fix the problem, right? But why can't we apply that to what we put in our body every day, which is what you're talking about? Like, like we're expecting this pill, right? That this doctor is gonna give us, that's gonna chemically change our brain or, or whatever and try to put us in a good mood or why can't we apply this to what we are intaking every day? If a pill can have that type of effect on us, you're telling me the foods and the things that we drink and the things, you know, I mean,
0: hello, especially the drinks, especially the drinks are where they get you, dude. Yep. Um, so one thing that I do like to say about with medication is that that's where the honesty and the open dialogue with your therapist come into play, because if you're treating a trauma medicine, I do not think is the way you want to go. If you're treating a chemical, imbalance, which I understand your chemicals can be changed by trauma, mm-hmm, um, yeah. however, but trauma, you know, doesn't turn you into, you know, a, you know, insert this, you know, you're born with, uh, give me, give me something, doc, some, some sort of, I'm, I'm blanking here, but like, um, split personality disorder.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, like the, like, so the thing is, being open and honest and understanding one why you're in therapy, two, is it chemical the reason you're there, or is it a what did something happen to you? Because if something happened to you, medicine is probably not the way to go.
2: Well, right. I mean, but but split personality, split personality, schizophrenia, things of that nature. That's a totally different. You know, we that's that's its own chapter. It's right? chemical, but, but it's you chemical. Know, It's, yeah, it's, there's, it's, that's its own thing. But, you know, we're talking about people that, you know, you are what you are. Yeah. And if, and if, and if what you are is five Coca-Cola's a day, not watching anything you eat, all all the different energy drinks you're putting in your body, all these things, I mean, all these things. Oh, yes,
0: absolutely.
2: You are what you are. And you can't expect to be taken in all this stuff and expect, you know, I can do all these things here and not have any type of, it's not going to have any negative effect on me. But (laughs) you know what I mean? It's you are what you are. If you eat healthy, if you take the time to be mentally refreshed in the day and be thoughtful and be mindful, you know, that's the ammunition, the ammunition, right? Military talk that you need. You know that that helps you. The the whole other stuff that the the ten anchors that you're dragging behind you, because you refuse to change your way of life, or, or, or be uncomfortable in that change. I mean, you know, that you're just telling me that, hey, uh, you know, I'll just go get a pill and that's going to fix everything, and I'm just going to continue living in, in this. Kind of, and I'm not going to say wrong, but I mean, you know, I'm just going to continue my bad habits and expect good habits to come from this. Little yeah. itty bitty pill, you they know what I mean? They
0: balanced me out to make it okay. Yeah.
2: I, oh, no. I,
1: I equate, I equate the, bio, the the human body, body to a biological computer. Mm-hmm. So if, if we have our normal computer, the one I'm sitting at talking to you, and I start putting, if I start downloading stuff from LimeWire and Napster and I get a <laughs> bunch of viruses on there, my computer is going to act like shit. Same thing with the whole body. If I start putting shit in it, Twinkies and Ho-Hos and processed food, what do you think is gonna happen? We're gonna start, the, our outputs are gonna be the same. They're gonna be shitty.
0: In 2011, I was at my uncle's funeral and the funeral director said that they only have to use half the amount of embalming fluid that they used to because of all the processed foods we eat, we're pretty much embalming ourselves already anyways.
1: Well, well, did you know that when um, we drink alcohol, it uh, it breaks down to formaldehyde before it actually gets processed through our body?
0: Is that what it, does it do with that way? Oh, yeah. I didn't. I had no if idea. I
1: remember correctly, it's been a few years since I've hit, hit the textbooks, but uh, I, I believe that is correct. Somebody, uh, somebody, correct me if I'm wrong out there, please.
0: Yeah, um, I, I mean, believe me, they will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. people yeah. are not shy about emailing and letting you know when you, fuck, when you fucking speak a little yeah, bit totally. oh my god
1: hit, hit me up on my instagram i love uh good honest uh well, argument this
0: is well this is what i wanted to go with doc if you have sorry lance if you have your one no. message that you would like to give out to our listeners what's your one message that you'd like to leave with people and then two where can we find you on instagram
1: you want know I me mean? to narrow down everything to one.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> no hard questions, by the way. We, we don't bring you.
0: <laughs> you take your article. time because I can edit. Like, I can make it look like you, you answered like that. Let's be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I got this. Ready? I <laughs> no, don't
2: yeah.
1: edit. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cop out. Um, <laughs> take authentic and full responsibility for your health. You are in control of your life. Honestly, that's what it boils down to. Um, I tell this to my patients in the chiropractic office. You might not like what I do, and I might not get your results. That's fine. Don't stop looking. Somebody out there has the answers for the outcome you want.
0: Mm. I like very good
2: yeah you're the captain of your own ship man mm-hmm. you stare at where you want to go in life i like that yeah
0: and so yeah. where can where can our people find you on the instagram shit yeah. you wrote this uh, i, I uh, underscore am underscore dot dr lance davis
1: yeah um that is my current uh personal one um while this program gets up i'm gonna figure out names and how i want to Get the information out so that might change in the next uh, few months. Um, well, and- we'll
0: keep you updated, we'll keep everyone updated.
2: Yeah,
0: well, listen, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Usually, so we're gonna, f- we've f- what the new tag, embrace the stuck. Oh, I didn't bring it. So, listen, our stickers, our official stickers, are embrace the stuck points because you got to embrace the stuck. So um, I think that's how we're going to end our podcast from now on. Embrace the stock. How's that sound? Embrace the stock. (laughs) Okay.